Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Beat School. I'm your host, Kia Orion. I'm the man who is obsessed with making dope music and teaching you how to make your own. If this is your first time to the podcast, welcome. If this is your last time to the podcast, welcome. Thank you so much for everybody who's been tuning in and riding with me. This is the podcast where we talk about um, making hip-hop and making music just in general, but mostly making hip-hop that focuses on producers, music producers, and rappers, songwriters, singers, all that good stuff. Uh, If you haven't been following along with my journey, um, I've been making music for over 10 plus years, music production. I rap, sing, make beats, and I run uh, an online music production school called Beat School, which uh, teaches people how to make, master, and market their music. So if that sounds interesting, all, all of this stuff I'm going to be talking about, by the way, if you want my goodies, uh, you can head over to theproducervault.com. That's uh, a free place where I stash all of my sample packs, drum kits, and uh, Ableton templates if that digs your fancy. But this is not about me. This is about y'all. So this show, uh, every week I'll either have kind of focused topics that we'll dive into or I'll do a Q&A where I answer the questions that you all submit each week and do my best to uh, answer them. I want this, you know how lawyers preface it, you know, this isn't proper legal advice. This is just my perspective. This is my two cents. And I'm coming off of three days of fasting. So if I'm a little bit loopy, that's why. But I didn't want to leave y'all hanging. Uh, you know, I stay consistent every week. If it's two things I believe in, it's quality and consistency and quality is subjective so that really just means consistency um okay so before without any further ado let's jump into it um a lot of these questions that i get are sent to me either over email over dm or these will be posts that i find on reddit and answer um personally in the making hip-hop reddit forum so if you want your question answered next time feel free to shoot me an email kia at kiaorion.com or as always at kia orion everywhere on social so let's jump into it this first one is by jake 1119 he says uh sending beats advice i'm a person that believes the type of the type beat hustle is pretty much dead i used to average 5k views a beat and now i barely rack over 300 even using things like vidIQ a friend of mine never did YouTube beats and already has more placements than me just from sending beats regularly. I rarely send out beats and when I do, there are always waves attached to a drive link. And he said it could be the reason why they're not getting used. He sends his as MP3s um, rather than a drive link. If anyone has a hot take on that or sending beats in general, I'd love to have it. Well, Jake, I'm going to be honest with you. The type beats hustle is not dead. There are still some people that are doing crazy numbers with that. Here's the thing. I would still recommend... Putting beats, if you want to go the volume route, like the type beats route, put beats out on YouTube. Um, stay with the vidIQ. Again, stay patient. Like I said, quality, consistency. you got to stay consistent with it. Um, if you aren't hitting the 5K views, um, maybe there's some tweaks or some things you're missing. But honestly, uh, that's a great way for to build your brand whether or not you're getting placements. And I still think that you don't want to be a producer who is solely reliant on the industry because you're only as good as your last placement. Where this way, if you're building your own brand, this way you have the leverage, you'll have your own business. If you have 100,000 subscribers on YouTube, you'll be able to make a dope business out of that, whether or not you're getting placements. So especially in times like now when things are crazy in quarantine, you just ne- you always want to have a backup. You never want to be reliant solely on those big placements. One of my favorite producers is Ilman. If you look at what he's doing, he's doing so much on social in terms of uh, he has a Twitch account where he live streams. He... he um, sells. He was one of the first to come up with like producer sample kits, drum kits, and then he also gets these major placements. He also works on movies. Like the key is you gotta have multiple revenue streams. So I wouldn't put your YouTube. 
I wouldn't stop. If you want to go that route, I wouldn't stop uploading beats on YouTube. But here's the thing. The music industry is a small industry, and it's all about relationships. So I'm not sure how your friend is getting those placements, if he's uh, just nice on the DM or what, but a lot of times placements comes from knowing somebody's manager, knowing someone's A&R, or knowing someone personally. Um, I also, depending on your level, I wouldn't recommend shooting. Everyone's trying to get to Dr. Dre. Excuse me. Everyone's trying to get to Drake or these big artists. Um, Build with artists that are maybe a little bit smaller might actually dig your sound more. That would be my biggest recommendation is um, see if you can build with someone whose sound you believe in and start to build and grow and monetize with them rather than shooting at the very top where everyone's sending beats because then it, you, your chances aren't going to be in, um, incredible because their inbox is going to be flooded. So build relationships, stay with YouTube, build your own brand, and if you can, leverage someone who's kind of at your same uh, playing field or a little bit not quite super famous um, so that you can actually build with an artist, build your sound together. So that would be my take on sending beats. Definitely do it. Get your name out there. But build relationships, brother. It's not going to happen just from sending beats cold. All right. Only one monitor. I like this question. Uh, this is from Enoch Sen. So I've just sent my monitor to be repaired and I'm stuck with only one. I feel the difference at the end of the day, but I don't know anything bad to come out of it. Should I place it in the middle instead or any advice? Um, so here's the thing, man. I would put it in I would I would put your tracks in mono and center it. Um and it should be fine temporarily, but I would I would get a pair of headphones. I are you I would honestly probably just use whatever headphones you have because you can use one monitor. I mean it'd be the same as if you just have like a little JBL speaker or whatever type of little speaker you have. Um it's not so much different than that, but um if I were you, I would definitely, if you're going to even produce on that, I would still use some sort of other measurement, whether that's in your car, whether that's headphones, something else for your mixes, because with only one monitor, um, you're going to get a very biased sound at the end of the day. So anytime when they have one music, um, one sound source, I would recommend switching it up. I talk about mixing in the last Q&A a lot about why it's important to switch your sources, your audio sources like headphones, playing out of speakers, playing out of your car, all that sort of stuff. So check that out if you're curious. All right, on to the next one. What do I do with beats that I plan to rap over? This is by Tay Sensei. I'm a producer rapper. I just started getting used to recording mixing vocals, so in the meantime, I've been uploading my beats on SoundCloud to network and build a following. I was wondering what to do if someone steals one of your beats I plan on rapping over. I don't want to people over and get their pulled from YouTube, but if they're making money off the beats, I'd like to get paid. Tay Sensei, you're playing defense, bro. You got to play offense. Right now, uh, you're worrying about people ripping your stuff. You're playing, I think, a defensive game. I would recommend, I wouldn't focus too much on people stealing your stuff, on people ripping your stuff. Like, if I were you, I would just focus on making the dopest stuff that you can and run with it. Um, if you. If you really have beats that you plan on rapping over that you want just for yourself, then don't upload them. Keep those in a separate stash. Those are just for Tay Sensei. Those are just for you just to rap on. Plenty of people do that. What's Kanye say? Um, uh, he, he has that bar where he's like, I gave those beats to Jay. What I do, turn around, like use those beats for Yay or something like that. I forget what it is, but he talks about he gave these beats to Jay-Z. Jay-Z didn't want them, so he rapped on them and made them hot. If they're just for you, honestly, I love rapping on um, other people's beats. Sometimes I like to rap on my own beats, sing on my own beats. But if I do, most of the time I'm not going to upload those beats as standalone beats for other people to buy or I'm not going to send those out to other rappers. Um, 
because if you want it for yourself, keep it for yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. But don't be upset if you make something hot and people start ripping it. That's just, that's collateral that comes with stuff if you're making hot music. Imagine how many, like, remixes there are to Drake songs. Like, you put it out, you do the best you can, you don't worry about people stealing your stuff, and you just, um, you keep it going, keep it pushing. Hopefully someone really dope does steal it, and then they get popping, and then there you go, you get the credit later on. But, um... I wouldn't worry so much about it. I wouldn't stress about it. If I were you, I would, I would go with the Gary Vee model of just more is better. Create more, release more. Let go of your ego. Um, people often talk about, because I make a lot of producer tutorials, people often talk about you're like giving away the sauce or whatever it is. And it's like, I hope you do steal it because you probably need it more than I do. If I made something that hot, I'll be able to make it again. If you need it so bad that you're stealing it, you probably really needed it. So that's why I think about it. If you got the sauce, you got it. It's not about people stealing it. It's about staying consistent. Obviously, there's a theme here. Okay, uh, next one, Scopey Boy. How do I focus on my topic while writing lyrics? I start writing my rap about one topic. Let's say Dark Waters. Ooh, I like it. I write four to eight lines, and then I'm done. I don't have anything else to say. When I try to brainstorm and find ideas, I write them. Those bars look good, but then I wait a few hours and come back, and it doesn't make sense. The rap seems stupid, and I throw them away. Any idea how to focus and stick to one topic and write meaningful raps? Yes. Don't choose topics like dark waters. Uh, choose. I'm just being facetious. Choose topics that are actually inspiring to you. Like, write about... Excuse me. Write about whatever, whatever's going on in your life, man. Like, um, is it girls boys whatever you're into is it um you're going to college are you smoking a lot of weed are you working a dead-end job like write about what's going on in your life and then you have infinite things to talk about because you'll be living your life um and I feel your pain because I'm a very topical writer as well so I don't do great just like going in and just like writing a bunch of like hot bars, right? That's not my style. I don't go in and just like, I don't write freestyle tracks great. I'm really good at writing about topics. So specific topics, like maybe we're comparing um, love to something as a metaphor or just love in general. I, I just finished the album. I did 30 days. I did 30 songs in 30 days and it was all written about the same, pretty much, not totally, but pretty much about the same girl. I was going through a little breakup and I got 30 songs out of it. Um... The, so the Trap Soul album by Bryson Tiller, that was all about the same girl. Like, find a topic you're passionate about. You, you won't have any problem with this. This comes down to things when you're trying to write about topics like dark waters. That's just the truth. Find stuff that you're actually into writing about, and you'll, you'll be able to write more than far bar, four bars. Trust me. Okay, Caesar Productions, Local Rappers. Yo, shout out to local rappers. I've been releasing my beats for a month or two on YouTube and BeatStars, but I've been told the best way to placements is to work with local rappers. How am I meant to find them? Caesar, um, you weren't wrong. Finding local rappers is a great way to get placements. I would argue, though, um, I wouldn't just... I think local rappers comes with connotations. Uh, like, I would say it depends on... Like if you're like in Anchorage, Alaska, it might be harder to like find dope rappers than if you're like in Brooklyn. But I would say not just local rappers, but I would say I like the idea of local rappers because it's implied that these aren't people that are like super famous yet. And that's my whole take. That's what I responded to the other guy with is like find people that aren't super popping that you can build with. That's the point of getting placements. You get placements with people you can build with. Murder Beats, when he linked with the Migos, they weren't like super hot 
the Migos, they aren't the Migos that you know now. They were still building. So he built with them. He built with them. He grew with them. And that's what I think you can do. And you can also do this online. It doesn't just have to be locally. It is easier if it is locally because then you can, you know, know the people, meet them in person, sell to them, whatever. But um, the internet is a beautiful thing, especially right now we're in quarantine. Like you, dude, so much business opportunity happens on the DM. I'm not kidding. You think I'm playing, slide into DMs, bro. Work with rappers. Um, over DM and you could even find rappers locally if you wanted to through like Instagram if you do lo- like search by locations and hashtags and stuff like the world is your oyster man it's just putting in the elbow grease and the time to find the people you want to collab with and then build on those relationships so that's my take uh, throw away lolol nice name strictly loops can I be an industry producer of major placements without knowing how to make melodies and relying on loops only yes um you absolutely can. Here's the thing. When you think about it, hip-hop music was based on samples. It was based on loops. So for the first, I don't know, however many, 10 years or whatever it was, when it was just all sample-based, like none of those guys are writing their own melodies. Those are all loops and samples. And so when it comes to music theory and melodies, obviously it can be fun to create your own melodies, but you don't have to by any means. You can use... Um, the one resources I talk about all the time is Splice. I love Splice. I'll probably mention again by the end of this podcast. I mention every single podcast. Love those guys. Um, but relying loops, what I would recommend is not just like bringing loops in and leaving them. I would recommend um, like m- mangling, manipulating, pitching them, reversing them, doing something to them so that it's uniquely yours. Even if it's pitching at one semitone, two semitones, whatever it is, make it your own, reverse it. Um, and if you watch like a lot of these genius videos, which I talk about where these big rappers make huge songs that you hear on the radio, um, a lot of the times these are from loop packs that other producers send them. So by no means do you need to make our own melodies. You could totally survive on loops. If I were you, I would just make sure that you make them your own in one way or another. Something to think about. Okay. Moving on, moving on, moving on to the next one. Um, where to find acapellas? Hey, guys. I was wondering if anybody has any sites that specialize in acapellas. This is from Reddit, and this is the IMG. The IMG, uh, I would recommend um, acapellas for you is a great site. I would also recommend um, using YouTube. There are tons of great acapellas on there. I listen to some amazing remixes through YouTube, uh, where the guys walk you through how to get the acapellas from YouTube. Um, I also think using acapellas is dope because you can really get, I had a buddy tell me once, he said, Kia, I love your beats, but I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not, I don't really listen to your beat tapes because he's like, I want vocals on them. So using acapellas can be a great way to one, get traction through search engine optimization. If you use like pop in tracks from vocals, like if you, at the time of this recording, Roddy Rich, the box or what's popping by Jack Harlow or anything like that. Any track that's popping, you remix it, you'll get some juice just from SEO. Um, but it's also a way that people can then envision how your beat sounds with vocals, which can be kind of cool. So highly recommend using vocals and acapellas. That's something I'm diving more into now actually as well. So I'm trying to take my own advice on that. All right. This one's from OGTF 2022. Anybody here make beats in their bedroom? I feel like making beats in my bedroom is limiting my creativity. Does anyone else feel the same way? If so, how can I approve? Yeah. Get out your bedroom or I'm just playing with you. Um, I make 
if you can see, I'm trapping out the Airbnb, but one way that I find inspiration is by moving to new places. So I just changed apartments this last week. Um, still in the same city right now. I'm in Mexico, but just because it's a different vibe, different neighborhood. Um, and I think that your environment has so much to do with your creativity. I also think sometimes art can inspire other art. I talk about this all the time. Watch movies, um, listen to other types of music. You can, you'll be able to find inspiration anywhere, but, um, Switching your environment up can do wonders. Even if it's you just take a quick, a week trip somewhere or a weekend trip, just get away for a little bit and then come back. Sometimes it can renew your creativity. So something to think about. All right, last few. Um, unlucky Zookeeper, I answered your questions before. I appreciate you tuning in. Um, my voice dies always. I'm doing stuff in a deep voice, but I kind of naturally like that. But it goes away and then I have to drink water and it never fully comes back the same. Am I doing something wrong? Um, yeah, man, you got to experiment. Listen to how many different voices Kendrick uses. Go back and listen to old Kanye West tracks, man. He had like, his voice sounded very different than it does now. It takes a while to find your voice. I'm not sure how old you are, how long you've been rapping, but, um, practice makes perfect. It'll take a while to find out what's comfortable, what works, but when it does work, it'll be something that is sustainable, um, and not something that you have to, uh, that you just lose after trying it. You'll be able to rap all night and, or, um, perform and be able to keep the the normal voice but experiment experiment and practice those are my big takeaways okay last one last one what's this last one all right i like this one um this one's by donald trumpy Ooh, interesting donaldo trumpy change your name change it uh why is busy work beats uploading essentially the same exact video every day feels like milking views at this point this is from the making hip-hop uh reddit forum and my answer to that is um you have to think about busy works beats in his process like how many love songs has drake written i'll wait pretty much like that's all the man does and he has some other joints, but when you find a system that works, you stick to it. And so I think that that with Busy Works Beats, that's his process. So it's like, hater to leave it, um, don't tune in. But a lot of times as musicians, we, we try to push ourselves and learn new things. And I think that that's important to stay sharp and stay creative. But we also have patterns that we rely on that we come back to over and over and time, time and time again, because that's just how... As humans, that's how we learn, and that's that's how we how we stay productive, right? Is we have systems. If you didn't have a system, if you tried to create from scratch every single time, that would be completely overwhelming. So even for you, it might be boring, and it might seem like he's doing the same things over and over. When you watch a lot of big producers, they're doing the same things over and over too. Like it's not rocket science. You find your system, you find what works for you, um, and you give it a shot and you stick to it. Um, it's good, I think. Like I said, to push your boundaries, learn stuff, new stuff. Right now, I'm trying to learn FL Studio so I can help out my other students um, more than just with Ableton. But again, Ableton will always be my bread and butter, and I'll probably have. I'm constantly learning new stuff about Ableton, but I do have a system that I use um, that is how I make most of my beats. And it's because that's my system. That's what I found that works for me. So um, think about it again. How many how many songs has Jay-Z written about selling drugs? How many songs has Eminem written about, you know, killing random people? Like, you find what works and it works for you and you express yourself. That's the best you can do. But that's all I'm going to answer for today, y'all. 
We're coming in at 20 minutes hot. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you even made it this far, again, all my goodies. We are not sponsored by this podcast. The only thing that we are sponsored by is our Beat School community. You can find all of that at theproducervault.com or kiaorion.com. If you have a question, please send it my way. Kia Orion everywhere online. Thank you so much for tuning in, as always. Check you next week. Coming at you uh, live and direct. All right. Peace.